Hello, this is Anna Laura Brown with the Healthy Happy Autoimmune Podcast, where we help you be healthy and happy no matter where you are on your autoimmune journey. Discover solutions for both physical and emotional wellness. Visit HealthyHappyAutoimmune.com for show notes and resources, and let's get started with today's episode. Hello, Healthy Happy Autoimmuners. I hope that you guys are all doing well and that... You are continuing on your journey to being healthy and happy with autoimmune conditions. And I hope that you all got a chance to listen to the episode that I aired last week, which was the interview with Monique from Ardor Wellness about her journey and what she does to help people with chronic illness, because that was really amazing. In fact, if anything, I think it was one of the best podcast episodes that I've done. So I hope that you had a chance to listen to it. And if you didn't yet, I'd invite you to go back and listen to it. And yeah, it's just really one of the best episodes that I've done so far. So for today, as you can tell by the title, we are going to be talking about the pros and cons of the AIP diet, otherwise known as the autoimmune protocol diet. And so I'm going to talk with you a little bit to start with a little bit about the history of the diet, where the diet came from, some of the reasons why people do the diet, and then we will move on to sharing with you what I feel are a little bit of the pros, reasons why you may want to consider the diet, and then some of the cons as well. So the autoimmune protocol diet, or otherwise known as AIP diet, what exactly is it? So it is a diet that is designed to help heal from autoimmune conditions, just like the name says. And it specifically a lot of times is marketed or focused at people that have thyroid issues. So Hashimoto's kind of like what I have, or, you know, Graves disease, or in some cases, even things like lupus or, you know, other kinds of autoimmune conditions. And it's a very, very strict diet. In fact, it's probably one of the stricter diets out there. The only diet that I'm really familiar with that is stricter than AIP would be something like the GAPS diet, and that is the absolute strictest diet pretty much out there. So what exactly is the AIP diet? So the AIP diet, like its name implies, is based to some degree on the paleo diet. So if you're familiar with the paleo diet and what that is, the autoimmune protocol diet takes paleo to another extreme. So if you are really, really strict about AIP and are really following it, you can't, not only can you not have any grains just like on paleo, but you also can't have any nuts or seeds. And in addition to just regular dairy, you also can't have any eggs. You also can't have any sugars and you can't have certain vegetables, primarily the nightshade. So that would be no potatoes, no tomatoes, no eggplant, and no peppers. So basically people who are following the AIP diet effectively eat primarily, but not necessarily exclusively, but green vegetables and meat basically is what they eat and some fruit. And that's really it. And it's designed for a lot of people to be used to help jumpstart their autoimmune healing journey. And some people, however, will stay on it for years, whereas others will do the full thing for, you know, say maybe 6 to 12 months, and then they will gradually start adding things in. And 
will just go off of a variation of it for you know, a long, long time, and in some cases, maybe even the rest of their lives. So why exactly do people go on something like the AIP diet? So the AIP diet is something that is, I don't know if I want to say the word marketed or preached or taught or what terminology I want to use here, but it is often introduced and encouraged by a lot of functional medicine doctors. And I know I first heard about it from Dr. Amy Myers. Her website is amymyersmd.com, and she's written several books, including a book about autoimmunity and a book on the thyroid revolution and a few things like that. And that's where I first heard about it. And there are other functional medicine doctors and practitioners and nutritionists out there talking about it. And... So as far as, so that's basically what it is and where, you know, it came from. And like I said, its ultimate goal is to help you heal through your autoimmunity. But what I have found is that it isn't always the greatest diet for a lot of people. And there's some specific reasons for that. And I will be discussing this in a few minutes when I bring up the cons. So, but what are the pros? So the pros to it are that it eliminates a lot of the foods that really cause a lot of digestion issues, eliminates a lot of the foods that have a tendency to not be good for the thyroid or for other hormones, that kind of thing. And, you know, can be somewhat simple when you think about it, can be one of the pros to some extent, because it's very clear that there's only a very specific list of things that you're allowed to have, and so basically you just eat the things that are on that list. And, yeah, so the biggest pro really is what it can supposedly, what a lot of the people who are big fans of it preach as to what it can do for your digestive system and for helping you to heal from any kind of an autoimmune condition. And at the end of the day, that's really the biggest pro to it. The rest of this falls into really the cons of it. So what are the cons of it? So one big con is that it can actually be pretty expensive because in addition to only eating primarily or primarily anyway vegetables and meat and then some fruit, they I, if you're really going to stick to it strictly, all of your vegetables have to be organic and all of the meat, so like the chicken has to be wild, um, excuse me, no free range, and all the fish has to be wild caught, it has to be organic, and you can't do bone broth unless you're using free range chicken and all this kind of stuff, and it can get really, really costly, and you also, I might add, are allowed to have some kinds of starches, so things like tapioca starch, cassava flour you can bake with, few things like that, tiger nut flour, things like that, and some of these kinds of alternative flours, if you will, that aren't even, you know, like a nut flour, say like an almond flour that you would have if you were on just a regular paleo diet, are really, really expensive. So that, in my opinion, is one of the biggest, bigger cons to the AIP diet, is that it can be really cost prohibitive and really expensive, and if you're on a budget and don't have a lot of money for food, then sticking really strictly to the AIP diet can be really, really hard to do. (coughs) Excuse me there. The other con that I have also found with it is that it can also be kind of complicated because you actually have to cook a lot and do a lot of food prep. And it can be somewhat 
time-consuming and difficult to follow that diet, especially if you're working a full-time job. And, you know, at this day and age, you know, with the whole pandemic going on as of the date of this recording, a lot of us are working from home. But if you're not working from home and you're out on the go, it can, that diet can be more difficult to follow as well. Then, so, you know, so those are a couple of cons. The other con, and this is one that a lady that I recently went through a program with, who's a nutritionist who specializes in hormone health, was talking about, is she was saying that the biggest problem sometimes with some of these diets is that they don't focus on healing your digestion system so that you can digest those foods. So, you know, especially when it comes to some things like beans and quinoa and some of the nightshade vegetables and maybe even eggs and some of these other things is that a normal healthy person who has a really strong digestive system should be able to digest some of those things and if you can't then it means you need to focus more on healing your digestive system and your gut instead of just never eating those things for years and years on end so, you know, it's one thing to do a little bit of a detox, if you will, and maybe go on the diet temporarily for a couple months to cleanse out your system, but doing it, you know, for the long term or for good, just because you feel like you can't digest those things is really not ideal. You really should instead focus on what can you do to help your digestive system so that you can eat those things. And that's really, in my opinion, one of the biggest cons and one of the reasons why I'm not following it. So I personally, at the moment, am really doing more of like the paleo-type diet with a couple of adjustments in that I eat, well, I don't eat, I guess it would be more drink, not milks, so like coconut milk and almond milk and things like that. Occasionally, we'll have some sugar-free ice cream that has nuts in it or, you know, once in a while, I might have some kind of bar of nuts, but I don't really eat very many nuts, so... You know, I've kind of somewhat eliminated those. I do eat seeds, though, so like chia seeds, hemp seeds, that kind of thing. And I do occasionally eat, you know, like a little bit of like gluten-free cookie or cracker or something that has, you know, like some brown rice flour things in it. But, you know, and I do still eat eggs, and I eat grass-fed Kerrygold butter. So, you know, I'm... Basically, probably what you would call about a 90% regular paleo. So, you know, I've pretty much eliminated most of what you can't have on a regular paleo, on a, um, when you're not doing paleo. And there are still a few things, though, that people eat all the time on paleo that I really don't eat that often or on a regular basis. So that's personally what I'm doing that has a tendency to be working. I'm also doing things, you know, like taking a lot of things like probiotics and different things to help support my digestive system and help me heal and have a healthy gut, things to help support my adrenals and all that kind of thing. And at some future episode, I'll go through, you know, probably what a lot of my, you know, supplements and healthcare routine looks like and that kind of thing. I think that would be a good episode for people to learn a little bit about how those things work for me. So anyhow, just wanted to address some of the pros and cons to the AIP diet. I would love to hear from you and your comments and your feedback. If you, that's something that you have tried the AIP diet or maybe you're doing it currently, let me know how that's going. As always, if you would like a free wellness consultation, visit my website at analarbrown.com wellness and the link to that will be in the show notes. 
along with a couple of other resources that I will probably link to that talk about what the AIP diet is, some of the pros and cons of it, and then of course as always would love to have you on my email list, email subscriber. I offer a couple different offers but the main one is a list of recipes of 20 different green smoothies to help you have unlimited energy and to feel good and great all day long and to avoid that afternoon drag and to avoid being tired and have a fulfilling, thriving, and energetic and, of course, happy, healthy, autoimmune life. So take care, and uh, like I said, I always look forward to hearing from you, welcome your feedback, and would appreciate a review on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere else as well, especially if you've enjoyed this podcast. Take care, and I look forward to hearing from you soon.